The World Tomorrow. Herbert W. Armstrong brings you the plain truth about today's world news and the prophecies of the world tomorrow. Where is the original true church today? Now, Jesus Christ had said when he was on earth, I will build my church. And he did build it. But he didn't say churches. He didn't say many different denominations, everyone speaking something different. He said one church, and it is one body, and the Bible says they are all speaking the same thing, there is no division. Now Jesus also said the gates of the grave will not prevail against it, so that church has existed. There would be a falling away, a falling away from the church, not that the church itself would fall away, it has never fallen away. Well, Jesus built it. What has happened to it? Where is it today? There's a prophecy in Second Thessalonians, the second chapter and verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day, the second coming of Christ, shall not come except there be a falling away first, a falling away from the church. Not that the church would fall away, but that many people would fall away from the church. Now, the great commission that Jesus Christ gave to the church is found in Mark, the 16th chapter, and uh, verse 15. He said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. But what gospel? What gospel was the church to preach? In Mark, the first chapter, you find that gospel. Mark, the first chapter, verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then we come to verses 14 and 15. Now, after that John, John the Baptist is speaking of, was put into prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel. But what gospel? Preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. And saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. And then he said, Repent ye and believe the gospel. How can people believe a gospel if they haven't heard it? And now I want to show you, my friends, that that gospel has not been preached for 1900 years until this program went on the air. Believe it or not, that is true. The gospel was the kingdom of God. Now, the kingdom of God is the family of God, a ruling family that is a kingdom, a government. And the prophets of the Bible say that Jesus is the king of that kingdom, that he's coming again to earth, and he's coming as the king of kings and the lord of lords, and he is coming to rule every nation, every government on earth. The kingdom of God will be that one world-ruling kingdom or nation. It is the family of God that will be ruling all the nations of the earth. But now, the Bible also says there wasn't falling away, and it began almost immediately after the gospel had first been proclaimed and after the church had been started. By about 53 A.D., we read in the book of Galatians, the first chapter of Galatians in verses 6 and 7, Paul wrote to the churches at Galatia, 
I marvel that you were so soon removed from him that called you unto the gospel of Christ unto another gospel. Already the true gospel was being suppressed, which is not another, but there be some that would trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ, the gospel of Christ. That's not a gospel of man about Christ, the gospel of Christ. And so the gospel itself was suppressed from that time. Now, a false Jesus was also preached, and a false gospel. And a different spirit began to take charge of people. In 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, the apostle Paul said in verse 3 and 4, But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, that your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ, or from the true gospel. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, a false Jesus, a Jesus that did away with his father's commandments, a Jesus that did just the opposite from what the Jesus that you read of in the Bible did do, or if you receive another spirit which you have not received, or another gospel. So he talked about receiving another gospel. Now, he continued on a little later, down in verse uh, 13, the same chapter, about those that are preaching this false gospel, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, claiming to be disciples and ministers of Christ, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed as an angel of light, pretending to be an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, Satan's ministers, be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. So that was the prophecy of what was to happen and of the falling away that was to come. Now, I want you to notice something that I have read many times before on this program, the 24th chapter of Matthew, in verses 4 and 5. And Jesus answered and said unto them, to his own disciples at that time, Take heed that no man deceive you. He was talking about their time in the first century. For many shall come in my name, saying that I am Christ. Many would come in Jesus' name, posing as his ministers, and saying that Jesus is the Christ, and shall deceive the many. That has happened, and it has continued down to this day. Many are preaching about Christ, saying that he is the Christ, and still deceiving the many. Now, how could that be? They have been preaching a different gospel altogether. It happened. The true gospel was suppressed, and the world began to hear a different gospel altogether. They began to hear a gospel of men about Christ. Not the gospel of Christ, the gospel of men about Christ. But the gospel of Christ was about the kingdom of God. That's the gospel he proclaimed. The whole world has been deceived. We read over here in Revelation, 
in the 12th chapter of the book of Revelation, in verse 9, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angel or demons were cast out with him. So the whole world has been deceived. And they've been deceived by a false gospel of men about Christ. Now, what happened then to the true church? False churches rose, many of them, many denominations. You find them all over the world today. The true church was a persecuted church. Jesus called it the little flock. It was a small church, not a great big church. It was a small and a persecuted church. Now, in verse 13, the same chapter, the 12th chapter of Revelation, we read of that church. In verse 13, And when the dragon, I just read to you, the dragon was Satan the devil, saw that he was cast under the earth, he persecuted the woman, or church, which brought forth the man-child, speaking of the true one true church persecuted then by Satan the devil. Now, Jesus foretold the history of the true church and that whole panorama, the history of the church described by Jesus Christ in his own words in the second and the third chapters of the book of Revelation. Two whole chapters are devoted to it, where he pictured the church coming in seven different stages or eras of time. Seven different eras of time. It's the same church, but it's called a different church by a different name. And he used the seven churches of Asia Minor there as a picture and a type of the seven different eras of the church that were to follow from that time. Now, from the year of about 50 A.D., and the letter that I just read to you from Galatians, the first chapter, is written about 53. And from about that time, for 100 years until 150 A.D., it seems that practically all the history of the church and the history about the church and what happened to it of this one true original church was lost. I call it the lost century of history. Today, the world is filled, especially the Western world, is filled with many, many churches, different denominations, different sects, all claiming Christianity. But where is the one true church? You have to know what to look for to know what is the true church, and even in history. And it has taken many, many months and many years of research to give you the history that we have just shown you. Now, twelve times in the New Testament, the church's name is given. It is the church of God. It is God's church, not man's church, not named after a man, not named after the type of organization of the church, as churches are named today. The book of Revelation, in the twelfth chapter, shows the history in a brief capsule form, and it shows that during the Middle Ages the church was little and had to flee from persecution. But it does show that it is still existing today. Where is it today? I have a special booklet, a new booklet, the latest one, just off the press. Where is the true church today?
you need to know the truth about the church because Revelation 12 and verse 9 says, Satan has deceived the whole world. And he has deceived the whole world about the church. Get the scales off your eyes and see the truth. Read it in the Bible and read this booklet that tells you not only where is the true church, but what is it and why is it, and things you need to know about the church. Why should there be a church? Why should anyone ever go to church? For more information, please visit our website at www.coglittleflock.com.